Welcome back to the Midday Mumbles Podcast, episode, episode 33. something or other. I'm Gage. I'm Isaac. And I'm Brody. And this is episode 33 of the Midday Mumbles Podcast. But before we get into it, don't forget, now a word from our sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> don't forget I'm that there's it. a word from our sponsor. And we're back. How is everyone doing this week? How are you doing, Isaac and Brody? Dandy. Like, legitimately dandy. pretty dandy. Dandy. I thought it was going to rain today. It's actually nice out for, for a change. <laughs> yeah, yeah legit, that would not be that would rain. not be pleasant because we're having we're having a little midday mumbles barbecue after this. None of you are invited. You know why? Because <laughs> we never we never reached our Patreon. We would have had that midday mumbles pizza party episodes and episodes ago. Okay, but we never got the Patreon support, so none of you were invited. Suck it up. What, what was the amount for the? What, what was our Patreon goal? For I, I think it was like a hundred bucks a month. It was pretty unreasonable. <laughs> How is that unreasonable? Okay, whatever. I don't know. Well, yeah, but we're trying to we're trying to Patreon suck money. You're gonna out of say us. that years like, from now. You're gonna be like, we should have had the pizza party years ago. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't earned a cent from Patreon. <laughs> okay, so uh, how you doing, Marty? How you doing? Oh, I can I can concur with Isaac. Uh, this has probably been the first week in a while where I have felt pretty dandy. <laughs> I'm feeling dandy too. How is that cop still there, Brody? Uh, no. He's gonna, he's gonna bust a, you guys. Brody feels paranoid. There's a cop, or there was a cop parked across the illegal, street from the office. Illegal podcast production. <laughs> gotta break in. You got a you got a license for that podcast. It's all them cigars. <laughs> it's all them cigars. You know, he's he's gonna come in. He's gonna be like, I want a cigar. I'm Gage's, taking these. <laughs> confiscating these. They're my Gage's. cigars now. You shouldn't. You shouldn't be smoking cigars. You, you, you bad person, Gage. It's, it's unhealthy. You're gonna become a, a cigar fiend. He's gonna become an anti-cigar activist. <laughs> he is. Who, me or Gage? You've got to become one. Gage has I to, have become, to one. become one. Ga- How is Gage gonna become one? He's he's getting addicted to him. He's gonna. I'm turn, not addicted he's gonna, to his cigars. Life is gonna turn around. Oh, because I smoke a cigar every few weeks, I'm like, you know, it's bad. That's terrible. Your life is falling apart, Gage. One day, lives- one day, one of those is going to put you in the hospital. Gage, our so, week has been dandy because we're not sitting there smoking cigars. Hmm? I think we got to catch up though, we, because last week we had a, we had a guy we had a, we interviewed Eric Gullickson, and we didn't give Isaac any attention. Isaac graduated from high school. Well, yeah. We, yeah, we, I did the thing Yee-haw! that almost literally every American citizen will do at some point. He said that. Whoa. He said that hopefully, hopefully. last week we were recording. <laughs> yeah. Last week, last week we were recording. We had Eric on the line, and he's like, "I graduated. I just learned how to drive. I graduated from high school." I'm thinking this guy probably thinks we're little kids. Like, what I mean, <laughs> we kind of are. <laughs> I mean, I mean, in the grand scheme of things, we really pretty much are. Yeah. yeah. But you're honestly, like, I don't. I don't consider myself an adult yet. Really, I mean, I'm 18. I consider myself Weehaw. an adult. <laughs> yeah, you um, ain't an adult until you, you own your own house and you're married. But yeah. <laughs> wow, well, okay. Uh, but you said, "Oh, I graduated this week," and I'm like, "Okay, okay, let's shoo this along. Let's go. Let's go. We don't care, Isaac. Shut up." Um, yeah, this is about Eric. <laughs> this ain't about Isaac. <laughs> Are you ha- are you happy that you Let's graduated? Let's move along, now? guys. What do you feel good that you graduated? That you're no longer a part of the system? Uh, no. <laughs> More like he's. <laughs> no, why would I? No, it's like it's like the easiest part of my life has come to an end. 
And I'm a lazy person. I enjoy easy life. (laughs) Just wait until your first day of college. There's going to be no more gaming. You're done. You're going to be. You're going to be put into this. uh, You're going to turn into this like NPC robot. Right. That uh, (laughs) that just doesn't have feelings. You're going to be like, I must pay taxes now. (laughs) Gage, Gage, you're going to come knock on the dorm room door and I'm going to go answer it and like stand there like a Skyrim NPC and be like. I, I don't know what Skyrim NPCs say, but <laughs> yeah, you're gonna talk to say Isaac, and within five minutes, again. he's not gonna have any more lines to say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, how are those sports going? Uh, Isaac's grown up now; he's gonna have to start talking about baseball or football or something. And oh no, never, never, <laughs> never. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. So, hey, uh, moving into our first topic, uh, have you guys heard about the 196 country? Uh, that was recently added to the world. No, I haven't. Please tell us about it. <laughs> so, Chaz, Capitol Hill Autonomous Zone uh, is the newest entry in the country's list in the world. Well, just kidding. It, it, it's it's a quote-unquote country. Uh, protesters decided to form their own country named Chaz in Seattle, Washington. What the hell is going on with this world Chaz is, of course, named after the area, the Capitol Hill. Capitol Hill, I don't know if Capitol Hill is a street. So currently they've seized about, currently they've seized about four blocks of American soil. Um, and they're currently creating this their own country. They have their own police force. They have a warlord who two weeks ago was a rapper. Um, <laughs> He's, they, his, his official title isn't warlord. If you asked him, he probably wouldn't call himself that. I no, am a the, he calls himself. I'm going he calls after himself, the United States government. <laughs> he calls himself the police chief, but whatever. Um, they're all armed with automatic the weapons. Chief. Yeah, he calls himself was the police chief. Yeah, on Tucker Carlson, it was like I thought what they the abolished hell? the police. Wouldn't he just be called the people over other people person? The dude. The new, yeah, um, you, you know what? You know what they though. should do. You know what they should do. We should either a go in there and just take back the land because it's like the United States's land, or b we should take like all of the border patrol and just surround their little four blocks in border patrol. <laughs> <laughs> we need then we need the national guard. We need the military involved. Trump actually tweeted. I don't know what they're doing behind the scenes, obviously, but Trump had tweeted the 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 governor and said, "Take control." And she tweeted him back, uh, "We're doing what we want. Go back to your bunker or whatever." And it's like, it, how rude! Trump can literally step in at this point, though. He can literally he can. send the military there because it's literally a national threat. And okay, <laughs> not to add to Chaz because there's so much that's happened this week. But um, you know, they're ta- they're taking down statues and everything else, which is just frigging crazy. This is getting out of control, right? We are going to have a civil war if people don't if we don't get control of these people. Yeah, no, it's it's it is ridiculous. I don't believe I don't is, I don't want to go to war. Like I don't want us to go to war. Do, does but does anyone stuff, do, do you guys know the ideologies of Chaz? Because like I don't really uh, know a whole lot about it. No. So like I I, well, I know what it is. First of all, it's hard I to get it, information from the news. Well, sure, that's true. I would. The only I one reporting the news, on it's Fox. 
I watched the news and it, they made it look like it was some sort of like <laughs> Comic Con or something. Like it looked very <laughs> like, oh, it's just kind of like uh, people walking through. Like it was just like it looked like a people zone on the news, like literally just filled with people to the brim, just walking. But I heard last night on Tucker Carlson that they aren't letting people out that were in there. So, like, they are not allowing people to leave their new country, their new formed country. Um, what happens when they start seizing more land? I did hear that they were trying to do something like that. We don't need a new country inside of our own country. Like, how, how, how since when is it legal to seize land? Isaac, I'm going to go up to your house and seize your property, and that's the new country of, of Gage. Okay, sorry. I, I, was, I was away for the second. I had to, I had to yell at my cat because she was on the I heard, the I heard. Uh, special, <laughs> special guest cat. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, but no, this is freaking crazy shit. Chaz is, Chaz is honestly, like, it's the start of, of a revolution. What's going to happen is they're going to start pushing and we're going to start pushing back. If the country grows some balls, right? It's going to be, there's going to be a civil war. It's going to happen. It's happening all over the world. You have these people in Europe also, Canada, they're, they're protesting the sole cop situation and um, it's getting very hostile there's going to be a war breakout in the U.S. I I mean there could be an there could be another huge war like worldwide with these people pushing back. It's not just in America; it's all over because police officers are quote unquote bad. Right. Well, I mean, it doesn't make any sense. I mean, a lot of them are. Don't get me wrong. A lot of people are bad in general. Yeah, but police officers is a position that has power, and bad people like power. So of course they're going to accumulate there if that's what they want um but that doesn't mean they're inherently bad and that doesn't mean it's a problem with the system there's no jurisdiction that says go and if it's a black person you're you're seeing on the side of the street go go bust them for drugs because they're black there's no there's no legislation that tells them that i mean there was um what was it stop and frisk and that was pretty yeah, not great. <laughs> but stop and frisk isn't isn't relevant. Isn't relevant now because they got rid of it. And currently, I don't know of any legislation that could be race related. Um, and then anything that isn't legislation is people related. And people, you you can't really stop from being racist if they are. You could remove them from their position if they are. And I think we should. But yeah. until you find them, you can't really do anything about racist individuals. Right. Okay. But let's okay, so you guys are going on, you know, about all that, but let's be honest. You're talking about cops and there are a lot of bad cops. Sure. There are bad people, there are bad people that are in power, et cetera, et cetera. But you gotta remember, a lot of these cops, they're risking their lives on a daily basis. And yeah. You know, Especially you the ones in these cities that the riots are going on. And, and but stuff. there are a lot of good cops. So we can't just yeah. sit here. I'm not going to let you just say on the podcast like, oh, you know, there are a lot of bad cops because they, they, they might be there are a lot of bad people. And you're going to have that with anything. There's 7 billion people on this planet. There's 300 and however many million people in this country alone. There's going to be some bad people. 
Yeah. Right. That doesn't mean that we're going to go and attack every single person who has a badge because of one incident. It doesn't, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't matter if you completely topple the current police system and then reinstate a new one and then put people in it. If you put people in it, the same problems are going to exist. It's going to constantly happen. That's human nature. We, a lot of us, a lot of people like control and a lot of people that like control like to, you know, get into to powerful positions such as the government, uh, you know, police officers, et cetera, et cetera. Um, there are a lot of good people, though, and there are a, good, yeah, no, a lot of good there's, cops. There's, there's a lot of very good cops. There are a lot of cops that are police officers just because they're genuinely trying to help. But it's not it's, fair. It's, it's, it's not fair yeah. to police officers that they are doing their job to serve and protect the citizens of this country. And because of one bad supposed some, one bad supposed guy, every every person in this country has to lose respect for these cops because they risk their lives doing what they do, and it's just not fair to them uh, that they go out nowadays and it's it's ten times more dangerous for them, especially in cities. People are crazy. These protesters are crazy. Yeah. I don't know. The biggest thing that I kind of freak out about this whole situation is that the the mayor of Seattle doesn't actually like it doesn't seem like she wants to do anything about it. That kind of freaks me out. Yeah. No, because they don't care. Like she hasn't made any public statement like. Talking about talking about this in a way that's like, oh, it's inherently bad. Right, no, any anyone that's inciting violence and creating dysfunction and damage should be immediately addressed. Labeled as inherently bad. <laughs> and and labeled as bad. It should be it should be something that is known as a crisis and as a problem. And well, these people don't want to acknowledge should... this. People don't want to acknowledge this. Even Democrats don't want to acknowledge this. People, um, the Democrats don't want to acknowledge this because they were saying, and this is actually kind of funny. This was something no me- mainstream media is talking about this right now. Uh, no, Fox are, is the only it's, one. It's, it's, yeah, it's but it's from what I see, it's small, small scale, so, even for how big of an event <laughs> it is. So on, on Tucker Carlson, I don't want to make all of my opinions based on from Tucker Carlson because it's not. I, I've done a right, lot of but research. He, he's also just <clears throat> one of the few people that actually report on this sort of stuff. Right. So it's kind of so he our played hands are tied. <laughs> he played a clip. He played a clip from the impeachment hearings of the Democrats saying no one is above the law. And these people are literally acting above the law. And the Democrats don't want to acknowledge it because they know that this is going to prove hypocrisy within the Democrat Party. You know, it's going to make them all look bad because these are people that they stuck up for for years and years and years. And now it's a matter of, you know, you have these people protesting now to the point where they're seizing American land. That's the biggest thing that gets me. They, they're literally seizing American land. So that means we have our own foreign country on our own soil. <laughs> you know what well, I mean? It's not, a, it's not officially a foreign country. But they, if they build a military, they, it could be. You know, I'm well, not saying sure, that they're going to I don't even know what makes them an official it's, foreign it's not country. Gonna, they're not going to get recognized as a country by actual countries. What, t- what, what it if takes they to be a killing. country is to be recognized as a country What if they by start people? massacring people? What if they go out then and they start will get killing killed. people? Well, hey, if not by our government, then by us. If our government is too afraid to act now, you think they're going to be afraid to act now and people start dying? 
I mean, you think they're they're not going to be afraid? They're going to be afraid. They don't want to be considered racist. We, I mean, that's what this whole thing is. Our it, country is it, fucked. It, it could be so. I mean, I, it could be so bad that we're on the cusp of a of a party war. Yeah, I you mean, know? that's what we're going to have a civil war regardless. That's what's going to happen. I mean, if this starts growing, mm-hmm. it's going to happen. You know, well, it people aren't going to want to put up to with happen. us. I think. I think. I don't want pushing, it to happen. Pushing no. the idea certainly makes it. Sure. What are we going to do? We're just going to allow these people to to do what they want without consequence, without right. repercussions. That's the problem. These people need to know that they're wrong and that they are they are breaking the law that was set by the American people. Right, we don't want this to happen. I want to live in a safe country. Well, 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 here's the problem: if they arrest these people, the the news media and these people are going to start yelling. They're going to start freaking out about that. They're going to say it's because they were black. It's going to say no. It's exactly. because they're breaking laws. That's why. We, that's why it's kind of. That's why you, it's hard to do stuff because. People aren't getting 100% of the facts. You go on Twitter every night and it's liberal rhetoric. It's like, you know, oh, this cop is bad and this happened and the protest. It's like, listen, you guys aren't good. This is not good. I believe in protesting 100%. It's a part of our democracy. Mm-hmm. But this is taking it way too far. I mean, I, I will say they. it's not like people listen to protesting, though. When have you ever seen people peacefully marching around and and actually listened for any more than a split second or even considered it? It, it, Protesting really doesn't work. If you protest with your actions, like if you you, um, choose to stop buying from a certain service and that will hurt their business, that works. That works sometimes. But most people aren't willing to do that. Boycotting works, but people... People realize and then protesting that against the government. I mean, I guess then it's up to who you elect. It's not, and you have to sell people over to electing people. But no one listens to protests; they're annoying. They're, they're but, so. Okay, I mean, in so, that sense, I, I think it is. I understand the reason why it's gotten like this, but it's not acceptable for it to have gotten like so, this. So it's let's not, talk about these riots it's not a little more in depth. So people are are rioting. Right. And they are doing stupid things. So something that they've been doing a lot of this week is tearing down statues of people in history that are supposedly racist. So um, I think one of the biggest examples of this whole thing recently was in um, they've been they want to take down the Washington, some Washington stuff. They want to graffiti it. You know, they, they are graffitiing it and the cops mm-hmm. don't want it. The cops aren't doing anything about it. They're watching it happen. I noticed that this whole statue drama thing is really retarded to me. They they're, they want to take down U.S. statues. It's all over the, the world. Um, One most notable thing was they took down uh, and this doesn't really uh, revolve around us. But I was, saw this was trending on Twitter. Um, Protesters over in the U.K. took down the Winston Churchill uh monument they literally just tore it wait, down they poked up wait, a truck what? to it yeah they took that the, down winston um, Tr- yeah because he, he's supposedly <laughs> racist right he's like one of the iconic like best world leaders like yeah they took his statue down they graffitied it and then they tore it down um in the u.s it's getting very heavy in washington 
Uh, they're taking down uh, in Boston, I believe they took down a few uh, statues uh, I saw on Twitter. I don't know which ones they are exactly. I saw the CBS World News. They're getting graffitied. If there's any like founding father statues, they're getting graffitied. It's terrible what's going on. Yeah. I and mean, the cops won't stop it. I, I And it's not safe either. Like I heard a news story where uh protesters were taking down a statue and it it like uh tore tore a part of the guy's skull off and he's in a coma now, even though he was a protester. It's because they're just they just kind of get I, I saw the video too. It was just like a group of them jumped on the statue and they were just kind of going crazy on it. It's crazy. <laughs> But this is this is the property of the national government, okay? This is not appropriate behavior. You know what? Right. I, we should not be taking down statues of people. Well, who, I think I think <laughs> taking down statues is okay, but it should be done in a democratic way. Right. You know, have it be through the city. You take down the statue, pre- preserve the statue, put it in a museum or something. But I mean, it ha- you know, this could be done in a in a safer civil, way. Civil I totally manner. disagree with you, Brody. I don't think we should be taking down statues whatsoever. Well, no, I think no, no, no. no. I really don't statue, think we should be taking down statues, but if you want to take them down, preserve them in a separate way, lock them away somewhere where it's like, it's, it's history. okay, we can preserve it, it for the historical reason, right? Yeah, I, I agree with the history part. It's history. I don't want this stuff destroyed. Well, look, I mean, okay. If you if you went to like your city or your 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 state government and you 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 went and you voted on should we keep the statue and the majority of people don't want that statue then it should come down. But things should be based off of majorities. Things should be based off of statistics. Things should be based off of like reasonable things and they should be handled in reasonable manners. If you're upset because what you want isn't happening, that doesn't give you a pass to go and aggressively rip it down. Accept the way things should be. Accept fairness. These people aren't wanting fairness. They're wanting what they want. Yeah, if they don't get what they want immediately, then they're gonna they're gonna protest, (laughs) they're gonna riot, they're gonna kill, and they're gonna get they're gonna take blood. That's what they want. Um they're dangerous people. And this whole riot stuff, it's terrible. It's honest to God. It's 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 uh it's very scary to see where we're headed in the future. I'm glad we live in rural Maine. We're not really affected by it, but there's protests in Bangor, there's protests in Portland, you know, well, Waterville, I think, so I, think far, I heard so some. far it hasn't been like violently dangerous, but I think in a major way ideologically dangerous. Yeah. Like to in, to encourage more people dangerous? to think this way would be terrible. Well, I don't think I don't think have, there's been enough violence in all this to say it's these oh, a tragedy people want or something. The cops dead. These people who have dangerous weapons. Let me remind you, these are the same people who don't like guns, but yet they're using guns to get their own way. Yeah. Right, but this isn't this is there hasn't been like a major like death toll from this or anything. No, not yet. No, not yet at and all. Hopefully, but it still. doesn't get there. But whenever you have people like this acting violently towards, um, you know, the government or people, uh, the citizens of the country, that's when it's like we got to stop. I mean, okay, look, and and this is this is to this is to anyone listening, no matter where you are. It's not been that long since we had serious racism in this country, where we had separate water fountains. We still have people alive in this country that were around back then. It's going to take time to for 
those sorts of ideas to work themselves out. Reasonable people should not agree with racism. But there mm-hmm. are unfortunately still people that are alive from those days that are unreasonable and want those sorts of things. And it sucks, but it's going to take time. And no matter what you do, that's never going to change. But I think the definition of what people consider racism is very uh, huge right now. I mean, literally anyone can be considered racist for any anything they say. Right. It's kind of difficult to use your words and talk because if you say something and they disagree with, they're going to call you anything in the book, a racism. You know, if you disagree with their ideologies, they're going to call you a whatever, you know, a whatever, a bigot, you know, whatever. So it's, it's, uh, how do you, what is racism? We need to like, I guess, get a set definition because I feel like racism is just whenever someone doesn't like someone or, well, I, that's I don't how know. they use it. <laughs> Yeah, uh, but that's not that's oh, not you how disagree you disagree with me. You it. racist, <laughs> you fascist. Well, like you, you, racism you is when you, Nazi, racism like, is when you dislike the opposing color. And let's be honest, there are a lot of African Americans racist towards white people as well. There is racism in all. Like white people aren't the only racists in the world, right? Every race, if, if the definition of racism is someone who thinks that their their race is inferior to another race, and you, you know, superior, you, superior, superior, whatever, yeah. and <laughs> you want to see, um, you want to see the other race come down and, and not be allowed anywhere. Mm-hmm. But everyone is like that, right? White people, some white people think that to other races. Hispanics think that to us. You know, black people think that to us, et cetera, et cetera. I would, it's I would like, go. I would go as far to say as these protesters are racist because they want to see white people kneeling on the ground before them. They want to see them apologizing for their privilege that they have no play in deciding. They've they've no they've no reason to be kneeling in front of them and yet they want that. That's racist. That's not fair and that's that's basing your opinion on someone off of their race, which is ridiculous. Exactly. It is pretty strange. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all for I'm all for equality. You know, I don't <laughs> think that white people are better than black people. I don't think but I, but I don't think black people are better than white people. Mm-hmm. Uh, if, if equality is e- equal, everyone is equal. Um I am okay with that. I don't disagree or oppose equality. Um I feel like it's important. I like I enjoy talking. I I enjoy learning about cultures and I enjoy talking to people from different areas of the world or different areas of the country. And I find it intriguing. I don't care if that's a black person or a white person. It's all the same. And what the word I'm getting at with this is it doesn't make sense that you, you were acting like this. These people are acting like animals. And what really gets me the most is that most of the protesters are white. You know what I mean? Like they're protesting their their themselves. I mean, it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I, I think a lot of the white protesters there are the ones causing problems and like doing the rioting too. Yeah, um, right. So that might be some of the reason why they're there. They're there for the excitement of it. But actually, something uh, that I I completely forgot while we were talking about what we were going to speak of. Um, so there's a, a sport that I, I watch NASCAR and they've been making headlines recently because they banned the Confederate flag during sporting events and about three race car drivers decided that they're going to sit out next year's season, um, because of this, uh, this change. That's kind of and, ridiculous. 
them them sitting out or the Confederate flag? Them sitting out. That's silly. But I mean, you gotta I mean, okay. <laughs> let's let's talk about the Confederate flag for a second. So I think the I like I don't know. I believe that any flag should be like you know what I mean. I don't re, I don't understand why flags. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, what's wrong with the well, Confederate flag? Because it is directly if if you walk around you know with a confederate flag on your shirt or draped on your car or whatever you are showing that i mean a lot of it it's also used as like a rebel sign and a lot of people are like yeah rebellion and then they they use it because they think it's cool and that's well, totally okay. different than the some dukes people of hazard card the right. dukes, dukes of hazard car uh, car had the confederate flag on it, and they're removing it now because of everything that's happened right yeah okay but you have so, uh, listen people it's, it's a flag Right. And, it doesn't and, and, matter. But it's a part of... And th- in that sense, it's a part of history. And it should be preserved as a part of history because it's history is valuable. Why should um, anyone get offended? Because like, NASCAR is a very okay, redneck okay, okay, sport. Okay, okay. Here, but here's the thing. The, the flag is not used in a historic manner in NASCAR or in these people that wear it on their shirts. It's used as a symbol of rebellion, typically. But it's also that rebellion is stemming from a... A, a, a civil war that was a, a ultimately heavily stemmed around race and and about racism and about slavery. So I can understand people getting offended by that, and I can understand people getting upset by it. And but I I, I can't, can understand Isaac. I doesn't not make any wanting sense. A, a a pub like a because NASCAR it's not a government thing. It's not a it's not they don't have to allow their race car drivers to have freedom of speech in it. They can choose no, 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 what it's they not want the to drivers. Air. It's the people, the fans that go there. They're not allowing Confederate flags to because people will go the fans will bring these flags, you know, they'll put it on their uh their campers or whatever and uh you know, they'll sometimes fly in the stadiums. I don't see anything wrong with it. I mean, I'm not okay. like well, like I, I just can... said before. I'm not a racist, but because of of having a flag that that just defines you, it doesn't make any sense to me. But again, it's it's their property. NASCAR owns that area. NASCAR can NASCAR choose who goes on it. NASCAR doesn't own the racetracks. If, no, NASCAR. Oh, really? There are individual owners for every race uh, racetrack. NASCAR okay. is an entity that goes and races their cars. It's an organization that goes to every single racetrack, uh, uh, stock car racetrack in America. And that's what they do. They don't own the racetracks. They don't own the land. Um, they are just saying that they don't want... They, is, they're banning the land flags. public, though? The land is privately owned. But I think they should leave it up to, <laughs> up to the, the owners of the tracks. The they only, should say, the, oh, you own the New Hampshire Motor Speedway. Do you, want us to, do you want us to allow Confederate flags or not? Oh, you own the Texas Motor Speedway. You know, et cetera, et cetera. That's how it should go. It shouldn't be... We as an organization are banning this flag from every you know race ever. It's like, what the hell? You guys are both right. I believe that the NASCAR organization should go around to these tracks and say, hey, you're the owner of the New Hampshire Motor Speedway, or hey, you own Texas Motor Speedway, or hey, you own Talladega. Do you want to allow Confederate flags flown? And it's not like NASCAR flies them. It's not them. They don't fly them. Um, fans bring them. I don't believe that they should ban them. I I think it's kind of that's pretty well, petty. Sure, but it's also it's also NASCAR that is airing it to TV, and that's almost in a sort of way, um, advertising it. And and I think they should have a say in what they put up and what they, I know what a they lot of people around it's, here it's locally. Private. 
It's, it, the I thing know. is, is anything private, they should have the right to say what happens there because it's owned by people. But they don't people. own the tracks, though. They 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 don't right, own the tracks. So if they don't want to race, that should be if they don't an agreement there. between the track people and the NASCAR people. NASCAR should well, have the, NASCAR has the say to to say all the tracks we go to. We we don't want this flown here. We don't want Talladega, this shown here. Talladega, if, Daytona, New Hampshire—they have the right to say we don't want NASCAR driving here anymore. Yeah, they do. So what happens can, when all the race they co- can respond? But, but what happens when all the race tracks in America say, you know what, NASCAR, go fuck yourself? That's not going to yeah. happen. It, but, some of them actually are are protesting it. Well, then that's their right. They can exactly. Do that. And uh, I, I I don't believe that banning the flag though is uh, is what they should do. I no, think it's I reasonable. Think, Okay, so let's talk about locally then. I know a lot of local people that, that have Confederate flags flown on their trucks. That doesn't mean they're racist. I Yeah, no, I don't think it's fair to just uh, blatantly call someone racist for that. They could be ignorant. They, I mean, that's truly ignorant? what it is. Yeah. I mean, it's not necessarily a good symbol to have. So if I put a Confederate flag on my Tahoe, does that mean I'm ignorant? <laughs> if you're not racist, you're either racist or ignorant or you're supporting history and you're not a historian and I don't think you're racist. So that means you're probably ignorant. <laughs> because uh, What the hell? Okay. So a couple years ago, let me just tell you the story. Cause I recently saw the article a couple years ago. There was this guy who was protesting the Obama administration and he put a Nazi, uh, Nazi flag on his house. He's not a Nazi, right? He's not a Nazi. He's not a racist, but he did it to protest the government. Right? He made national coverage for the story. Now, if we're going to talk about flags, why don't we talk about that? Would yeah, you there consider is really no, no worse flag than the Nazi flag. So, it, you know, he said he's just protesting the Obama administration, but he's not a racist. So, you know what I mean? Yeah, but sure. I mean, if you put something like that up, you're basically telling everybody you're a racist. Why else would, would you? Right. But he made the news cover because he had an American flag flown next to a Nazi flag, a swastika. Um, it's just that's someone's way of saying, you know, protesting the government. I mean, I don't know. I don't know how it's going to do anything. I know it pisses people off, but people have the right, right to just do that. Inflammatory. People have just hey, Ozzy, you just said it yourself. People have a right to fly any flag they want. Yeah, they have that right. Yeah. So you can. I didn't say you shouldn't be able to do it. I just said you probably shouldn't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm not saying I'm going to buy a Confederate flag because I would rather have an American flag on the Tahoe. But I'm just saying that we cannot tell people what they can and can't fly for flags, no matter what history On their own property, though. Okay, so then the the racetrack should have a right to fly the flags on their own property. Yeah, but they aren't gonna. What are you talking about? Why, sh- why shouldn't they, This though? isn't even a big deal, Gage. This isn't even is a, big a big deal. It pisses because me off because this is a free country. I yeah, don't but think... it's not a free racetrack. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. Okay. Anyway, why don't we move on? Uh, if you want freedom, go live in free Chaz. <laughs> <laughs> That's free. <laughs> anyway, we're back now, and Isaac wants to talk about a cartoon named Paw Patrol. So here you oh, are. Oh yeah, I want. I just want to casually talk about because I'm the biggest fan of Pop. I watch it every day. No, <laughs> well, it's, this is also regard, re- regarding the uh, 
the the protests and the the riots and whatnot. They the newest the newest call out is uh, partially a joke, but I mean I think it's also partially serious that they want to to ban Paw Patrol. They want to get Paw Patrol removed. Which if you don't know what Paw Patrol is, it's a children's TV show for like little yeah, but kids. That, that joke is is only the end of a chain, right? Right, right. They, the beginning of the chain is is they cancel cops, right? right. Second part, they cancel live PD. You know, end of the chain is let's cancel Paw Patrol now. (laughs) (laughs) A kid's show. Let's cancel it. Euthanize Paw Patrol. (laughs) It's terrible. Like, that's literally what they're posting. They're they're posting that in, like, comments and stuff. Like, euthanize Paw Patrol. They want the dog euthanized on the TV show. They are scraping the bottom of the barrel. They know there's nothing more. Well, I don't think it's real. It's obviously a No, uh, that, that's got to be... That has to be a joke. I don't think there's literally anyone out there that genuinely think... I can't... I can't believe that there's anyone out there that legitimately thinks Paw Patrol is a is a evil show for putting police in it. It's just... No way. But okay, but let's talk about Live PD and let's talk about cops getting taken down. Those are huge it, shows. Right, those are those are massive shows. In the article I was reading from the New York Times that was talking about this Paw Patrol thing, it said that those those police shows, police drama shows share 60% of drama TV. Coverage. NCIS, CSI, you know, yeah. all of those shows. They're the most popular shows on TV. And you know what that tells me? That it's 60% of drama TV. That means the majority of people want these shows. That means it's a minority of people. That means it's less people than the majority that want these shows removed, and yet they're all getting removed. Let's, What's okay, so NCIS, for instance, has been going for over 20 years now. They have the same story every week, just different characters. And literally, <laughs> if, if people didn't care for the show, the show would have ended 10 years ago. But if the show went off air... People would be pissed because there is a huge fan base for these for these cop uh, drama shows. I don't get the problem anyways. Like all of live PD and all of cops is cops on video and they're willing to be on video. They're good cops right? because they're they're okay with being completely recorded in every sense. Right. That How much more accountability can you get for a police officer than being uh, live completely recorded at every second? (laughs) It's crazy. It's crazy like this. Like, cops and live PD should be, if it if it's real, you know, you just said the whole drama TV thing, you know, if these cop shows are real, then they should be, you know, the, the stand, they should be the foil against this, oh, cops are racist, cops are bad, all cops are bad, all cops are racist thing, you know? Because these are, these are cops being completely recorded, it's like, how can... How? Why haven't cops or live PD been called out for racism before? Because it's all recorded, and you can see how the police are acting. You know. You know. You know. I bet. I bet. I know what this is about. This is about because it shows people that what they're saying is unreasonable. It yeah. shows people the reality of the situation, and they don't like that. That goes against what their agenda is. So they're calling for them to all be canceled so that people cannot understand. Yeah. Because that that's that's how a lot of um evil governments come into play they work off of people's lack of understanding of things right you want you want to tell people how to think start mystifying stuff mystify the police so that you don't understand how the police operator work it's it's sick it is pretty weird it's weird 
Yeah, we're just scraping the bottom of the barrel. I mean, this shit isn't even relevant. How is how is euthanizing Paw, Paw Patrol going <laughs> to friggin' solve racism? It's not. It's just a waste of time. It's 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 a way for these people to think they're they're making a difference because they're not. They're disgusting. They're scum. The people that are protesting this and the people that are acting the way they are, they're just scum. And I'm not, you know, I don't really care um, what people think about anything. Uh, Paw Patrol, I mean, we're, why are we screwing around with fictional entertainment? And then let's, uh, Live PD. It's a huge show. Um, it's advertised all over the place. And like you had said, they're good cops. Just they're letting people, well, if they're good cops, Right. And, and they're not racist. Why, why are these, or, or, or though they're supposedly racist, why are they allowing a camera on them 24 seven? Right. Right. I mean, if, if you're, if I was like a racist and I didn't want people to see it, you know, I'm certainly not going to say, yeah, live stream me, whatever, whatever, you know, whatever I'm on duty, you know, live stream me. I wouldn't say that. Cause I mean, if, I mean, especially, I don't think many racists want people to know they're racist. I don't know. It doesn't matter, but yeah. This is pretty pathetic. We need to move on. I mean, this is just we're we're this is just making us all look like idiots. The human race, we're all friggin' morons because Well these people you know, that want to get these people that want to get rid of the police, they need to come up with something. Yeah. You know, what do they actually want? What do they want the police and, to do? And how do how do we well, fix what are you this? Gonna, yeah. What, what are you what, gonna what, come up with? What needs to happen to fix this? And then they'll come up with nothing, so they'll just keep our yelling system, and screaming in the streets instead of actually our coming system up with works the solutions. way it was it was intended to. Yeah. Like this the solution that they propose that's either defund or totally get rid of the police, it's just unrealistic. So what, we want to defund and make all these police officers yeah, let, not make let, any money? Let's play out let's play out uh, an imaginary scenario that the police do get defunded. There's like the police departments they're they're so defunded. They're so they, they can do hardly nothing because they can barely buy new cop cars because they don't have any money and they cannot enforce the law reasonably. What's going to happen? The More crime rates are going to skyrocket. The, I'm surprised well, firefighters haven't been considered racist yet. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> this black guy's house is burning down, but they went to the white guy's house first. You know, like what in the fuck? We are literally idiots right now. Like we're being morons. Why are we wasting our time on this stupid shit when we could be focusing on making America a better place on making America? I hate to say it, but great again. But more or less, we're more focused on on wasting our time talking about defunding the police department and fucking canceling Paw Patrol, a fucking children's show. What's what the hell is going on? We're just we're idiots. Yeah, I mean, I don't I don't think it's fair to just like call everyone that's saying these things bad people because a lot of them are just wrapped up in it. A lot of them just are reacting to what they're spoon fed by but the that's news the thing. but you can't mm. give them the benefit of the doubt because every human has the ability to do research and make their own opinion and if they're going to be npcs that literally just listen to anything and everything that's said to them and believe everything and every and anything that's said to them then that's their own damn fault right but it's also not fair to call them bad people for inherently bad people because a lot of right. them aren't a lot of them just don't understand a lot of them just won't put in the effort to really do much about it. And that's a lot of the problem with like a voting system like ours. I don't think it, I don't think our voting system is bad. I think it's a great way of doing it. But a lot of people are misinformed. I think and our voting they, system is bad. I, I believe in, in the way it's set up right now. But I believe that our party systems, we shouldn't have party oh, sure. systems. Parties, I believe 
people should almost be forced to look into these situations to vote for people, you know? I feel like mm. if John Smith wants to run for president, then John Smith ought to be running as John Smith, uh, okay, not yeah, but, as John Smith Republican or John Smith Democrat. Right. I think I people should have I think people should do research on these indi- on their individual right. you know, if you have an issue that you're passionate about, you know, whether it be a you know, let's let's use abortion or border control as an example. Let's use immigration. You know, if you're really passionate about immigration, then why don't you find the candidate that most you know that most lines up with your you know uh with your views don't just be like oh you know uh, this guy Sally Smith is running for democrat i'm going to vote for her because you know it's a democrat right it doesn't make any sense it's stupid um our party systems are getting too are getting too strong to the point where a, m- a majority of american They're citizens just on yeah well a majority of american citizens vote now whether you know there's an R or a D next to their name, and that's not appropriate. That shouldn't be like that. It should be, you know, I'm voting for Donald Trump because he's a great guy who's going to change America. You know, record low unemployment since 1969, et cetera, et cetera. You know, there are more people working now than on food stamps. You know, there's more well, good to his name than there are, but because he's well, a Republican, right now under Trump, it's like record low. But because he's a Republican, low unemployment. right? How it how it really? And, and I said I said earlier that um, or like right before we went into this, that that we should almost force people to have to look into it. I don't mean literally force them to. I just mean we shouldn't we shouldn't give them any sort of indication of what they easy. believe. Yeah, we shouldn't we should make, make it, it easy. easy for them. It should we, be we, hard we should to make understand. It difficult. You should have to actually sit there and watch the shows to understand what these people are voting for. You should go to the voting booth and it should just be a list of names. It shouldn't be a little blurb telling them what they are. It shouldn't be a symbol saying what they represent. It shouldn't be a letter rep- showing what they represent. It should be just names. And you should already know who those names are and or then you shouldn't someone, be voting. Someone made the argument then, well, who's going to fund these candidates? Well, maybe the government should set up some sort of fund Well, maybe that maybe- would... Because it is hard to find funding if you're a new candidate. So there is always that. Yeah, that's that probably argument. the worst but, thing about it. We'd probably but, have better candidates that actually represent how American people think if it didn't cost so much to run for anything. Mm-hmm. Michael Bloomberg spent, what, half a billion dollars in his campaign, you know, right. just so everyone knew who he was. It's like, that's that's stupid. That's just a waste maybe, of money. Maybe what we should do is we should have state-funded and government-funded like centers candidates yeah where these okay let's okay let's i'm just pulling stuff off the top of my head just throwing ideas what if every town had a a meeting center where people could go and they could say i am looking to run up the line for presidency and maybe a couple people in that town are going to do that and that town will vote for which candidate and then that town person goes to the the county county, the county the county does the the same thing yeah so that's wow. actually a that really good idea. <laughs> and, but then they, they have to they go do, up the line. They do something it's... like that at uh, they do something like that at Boys State. It's like you go to Boys State, and if you become governor at Boys State, you know they put your name in a pool to become to actually go to the uh, actually go to the uh, U.S. Capitol and then do the the government sort of larger sort of boys mm. and girls state thing. But it, it starts. It, it like like you said. It starts to to do the biggest thing. It starts every time at the smallest level, no mm-hmm. matter what it is. 
But if democracy and, is going to work, then the, your town should be, okay, you know what? This guy has some good ideas. We're going to vote him or, or girl. And then the county does that. And then the state votes. And, you know, then you're in line for going on a ballot because the because your state voted you up there. And maybe like all 50 states could have some sort of candidate. And then that's when you real that's when you start uh, wading through, you know, the the uh, uh, the bushes, you know, the weeds. Oh, you know. You start eliminating candidates throughout the year until you're left with two to then the the American people can vote on. And that might be inefficient for like smaller roles, you know, like the state should just vote for, you know, their state as it is. But but mm-hmm. we need we need a better way of our, our voting system because right now uh, you shouldn't be a bad person because you're a Republican. You know, I have a lot of different views and some of my views I, I I don't I'm not ashamed of it, but like I don't like bring it up. I do have some uh, views that are on the Democrat side, but I also a majority of them are on the Republican side. Mm-hmm. Um, not many of them are Democrat because they are, in my opinion, a lot of the Democrats are just foolish. But right. And, that's, um, as, and there's a there's a golden example of the problem with parties because you just said Democratic people are foolish. De- people that are are for the Democratic Party. But trust me. There are plenty of Democrats out there that are perfectly reasonable people. Exactly, I've met a lot of them, and there are a lot of Republicans that are perfectly <laughs> reasonable. You I see the same. A lot of them. <laughs> what? Nothing. It's just a a word <laughs> joke. Right. You said you've met a lot of them, as if you've. <laughs> when I, I've talked when to I, a lot of Democrats. When I met with with Governor, so <laughs> oh, the American people. I met. <laughs> I met all of them. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just saying that we're we're worrying about petty shit. We should really if if we're going to complain about democracy, then we need something that's going to replace. Yeah. I'm not democracy. I believe in democracy wholeheartedly. Right. But if a majority of American people said we need to replace it, then that's how democracy works. Well, I mean, you know, I would say we probably more fundamentally agree with a republic than we do with democracy because democracy yeah. is having representatives that represent you and that. <sighs> bit corruptible and in modern times when we have all this technology a republic is somewhat feasible you can totally do a republic a republic wasn't feasible in the past because there's no reasonable way to count all those votes in every level it it just would be impossible but with all of our modern technology we can count every person's we could, vote. We could set out, even we though could they set still out, have problems with that. <laughs> right. We could send out. We could send out votes to every smartphone in America. You know what I mean? Like that's you. You in the future, you shouldn't. I mean, eventually there'll be a way that you don't even have to leave your friggin' house. You can no, just vote online. Well, no, 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 no. I think I think anything that's voter related should be completely disconnected from the internet. Well, right now, yes, I agree with that. There is a lot no, of tampering. There can be. be. Well, if we can I, I figure think, out a way to make it 100% secure. I think that every, oh, for the rest of time, all of your votes should be a ballot in a box. And that box is like But protected. that's why a lot of people don't vote because they don't, they're too lazy to go out and actually, you know. <laughs> then they probably vote. shouldn't have an opinion if they're that lazy. Exactly, exactly. But then that's, that's what breaks the, the system because you have a lot of Republicans who don't, there are a lot of Republicans right now that don't bother voting because it's a waste of time or they don't have time to, to do it in their, in their daily lives. It's the same with, um, 
with uh, that. That's why Democrats are overly. Um, right, but you're, you're uh, saying that you're for. saying that from perspective that is you like the Republican Party. But let's face it: if you're just saying from a general standpoint, if these people don't care enough to go out and vote for what they supposedly believe, then. Why should they vote if they're not passionate about it? What? Why should they have a say if they don't care what happens? Because I think every American don't. citizen should have a say in something. Because I bet you the results would turn out very vastly differently. Right, but if someone genuinely doesn't care how it turns out, should they be voting? Wouldn't that I think, skew what people really want? If I know, people that I know don't what you're saying, but just I, chuck I think a random we, box and throw it in the if box? we did away with party like, systems, I think it would work a lot better that way because. I don't know. People just need to work. People need to realize, okay, I, I want to know what's going on. People need to make an effort. Because mm-hmm. if you don't make an effort, then you're not going to know what the hell's well, going I on. Think, it, I, I think don't. one way we could really improve on that is in our education system. I think we shouldn't be so so anti-talk about your political opinions in our school systems like we are right now. You but know, our teachers, teachers can't teachers, be biased either. Right, sure. But I think teachers should be able to talk about what they believe, at least in like high school, not in middle school. They shouldn't be... They shouldn't be drowning little kids with politics. But in high school, I, I don't see a reason why a teacher shouldn't be able to tell the student their opinion in a respectful But they should manner. have to put all the all the facts that are on the table well, if you're gonna that, talk about politics. I would actually say that it wouldn't work that wouldn't be good in high school because people are still you know, people are still so open to suggestion when they're in high school sure. too. But like I, I don't see why we should why we should have, people even in adulthood are so open to suggestion like look at the protesters sure <laughs> sure but like but i, feel I think a majority less... of teachers i think a majority of teachers are already sharing their opinions in the classrooms right right so it's not really going to matter and okay, it, but, the only thing we should be open to sharing of ideas with one another because that's how good ideas are born from sharing your ideas and people thinking about those ideas. And if we teach doing that in school, I think we could have a much, much more functional society. Right. I mean, if it if it was applied to schools in a good way, it would work. Like, yeah. I think what destroys it in schools now is people are so obsessed with the left-right that it's like, right. oh, you have a teacher that you look up to and they're on the left. Oh, you're just going to be on the left because it's like, oh, that's a good idea because I like that person. Mm-hmm. Right. That's how it works. There, there were a lot of teachers that I liked that were completely liberal, and it's like, I, I like you as a person, but I don't agree with ninety percent of what you say. Mm-hmm. You know, I think a lot of Democrats are, especially younger liberals, are just they're pushed off on a weird path path at a young age, and it's, it's, it's very, I don't know, it's, it's going to be hard to fix that, but we, we need to, we need to figure out a way. Because mm-hmm. at the rate we're going, our country isn't going to be a country, literally. It's just going to be a bunch of... Like, as it is, it's, it's hard to get anything done. Mm-hmm. You know, you want to pa- pass it to the Senate or Congress, um, the Senate or the House is going to be like... You know, one party is going to vote against it. The other party is going to... You know what I mean? Very rarely do we come together and we're like, okay, yeah, this is a good idea. You know, it, it, it's, it's suck- it sucks that it's like that. Because in our country, it's so hard to get anything done anything passed it's like they want every you know one party wants everything but they don't want they're not willing to give anything it's called compromise and i think if we're <laughs> going to keep the party system politicians need to learn that word yeah right so they need to learn that compromise is a thing 
and it works both ways. Well, yeah, it, it feels it, it seems like as you watch all political things on television and ev- everything, when you hear about the way things get voted on, it doesn't seem like these people in the Senate, these people in the House of Representatives are debating with each other and deciding on the right answer. It seems like they look at the bill, they see if it has a D or an R, and then they vote accordingly. Or they it, say, it, it seems like how is this going to benefit me and my voters? Mm-hmm. And if if it's not, if they can't get everything they want, they deny it. They veto it. If, you know, that's how it goes with every party. Every, every vote, it's like, oh, if the Republicans are getting everything they want, then they vote yes. If they get nothing or or they don't get everything they want, they vote no. And the same with Democrats. There are very few people, and I'm even I'm gonna say this about, about Republicans too. We need new people in these in these seats. We need to completely we need term limits in Congress. And mm-hmm. that's the only way any any real change is gonna happen, is if we have fresh faces every few years. That's what the founding fathers intended upon. They wanted a country that, okay, so you have these people in Congress that are in power for you know, 40, 50, 60 years. That's not how the, the founding fathers. That's how the founding fathers actually wanted a system where the rules, you know, the rules represent the time, you know, you do change things over the years, but over the years, we haven't really changed things. No, no. And I believe there's a lot of, of room for change, but we can't just listen to right. We can't say, Oh, you know, these people are rioting. It's almost like if you can yell louder, your vote, your your ideology is the most important. Right. right. I wouldn't like, say right now is the time for change, anyways, because I wouldn't say everybody who has power right now is is you know completely <laughs> sound of mind. You know. Right. No. And that's why I'm totally for Trump because I'm like he when he was talking about draining the swamp, we need that desperately. We need new people in politics. We need young faces in politics, but we also need old people. We need to share ideas. Um, you know, we need to learn from what from our mistakes. You have older people that have lived for ages, right? And they've they've witnessed, uh, you know, low times in in our in our politics and high times in our politics. And we need to take those ideas and we need to pick uh, the best parts of it and and kind of combine a new kind of of uh, of system. And that's how it needs to go. We can't just have these young people that that haven't lived through anything and say. You know, oh, I don't have any experience with life, but I want this to happen. Yeah, and then you got that's how you really make a situation where history is bound to repeat itself. You don't, no, you just get people that are so ignorant to anything. But when you have older people that witness like World War II, the Great Depression, you know, uh, our low times in in our in our history, it's like that is when you share those ideas with young people. You open their eyes. You know, I, I agree we need young people in office, but we also need people that, that are wise. We need people that know what the hell, you know, they, we need people that, that can look at history and say, okay, that has a correlation or, or you know, that we, we don't want to repeat that or, or whatever, because that is the only way it's going to work. Well, I think, I think we just need people that actually want to speak about yeah. things. Mm-hmm. Like, I think so much of politics now is just talking, but there's not really substance to it. Well, it's, it's talking, it's talking to sway the people to vote for you really is what it is it's not it's not talking because that's what they care about it's not talking because that's it really anything of matter or substance to them it's talking to get people that they that they want to vote for them to vote for them and then they do whatever the heck they want when they're in office mm-hmm. right well that's what it is once they're in office they don't care anymore they've made it 
Yeah. You know, they have the they special win. interests money. They have everything. They're they're done. They're in there. And as long as they as long as they stay in the best interests of their party, the Democrats, let's say the Democrats or the Republicans, they're gonna constantly get supported by these parties and they're gonna be pushed and pushed and pushed on the ballots. That's always how it goes, because these political parties have billions of, of special interest dollars. They got billions of funding, um, billions of dollars in funding, and they're unstoppable. They're unstoppable forces. Yep. It's sad. But that's where corruption starts anyway. Uh, but we've been going for about an hour now. So I think we should end it here. What do you guys yeah. think? I, I think yeah. this is a good stopping point. We were getting a little hot-headed at <laughs> some parts, but... <laughs> make sure... Yeah, so... <laughs> make sure now we're for future our, weeks for... Jesus for, Christ. For, for, for Isaac, can stuff. I do my sponsor bit? Look, it's not important, Gage. It's now we're from our sponsor. <laughs> and we're back to end out this episode of the Mini Bubbles podcast. Uh, we hope you enjoyed it. If you did, don't forget to share it with your friends. Share it around. Uh, send us an email at talkmumbles at gmail.com. Visit us online at midnightmumbles.com. And, tell, us, uh, tell, us, tell us what to talk about on our on our email, talkmumbles at yeah. gmail.com. Exactly. Uh, so it's been nice to talk to you guys. It's been nice to have you guys listen to us. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's it for today. So I've been Gage. I'm Isaac. And I'm Brody. And we're signing off. See you later. Thank you for listening.